0: Welcome to Global Missions Health Conference. We are excited that you are here and taking part in this breakout session. My name is Tony Wieder. I serve here at Southeast in the mission uh, ministries. Charlie doesn't want for us to call it mission department, so I will stay away from that. But I am so happy that you are here listening to me. And uh, we're going to be talking about the changing phase of missions in an age of global pandemic. And uh, in the era of global pandemic, and we are looking at Africa. Asia, Latin America, it helps to highlight the basic point that Africa, Asia, and Latin America are where the majority of the world's Christians are located. But it is beyond Africa, the Caribbeans, uh, Eastern Europe, Oceanic, Middle East, Indigenous, and First Nations and we call them here uh, Native Americans. We have come to see that mission uh, listen to this, I have to read it really slowly, we have come to see that mission is not merely an activity of the church rather mission is a result of God's initiative rooted in God's purposes to restore and heal creation mission means sending Uh, and it is the central biblical theme describing the purpose of God's action in human history it is a south wall tilt even during a global pandemic that's why we are here for blending missions medicine together to go into the world to see what God is doing in terms of its self commitment for a global church. Missionary practice must be grounded in the person and work of Christ, seated by trust, not just in medicine, but seated in a reality and the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit rooted. In a practical faith that discerns God's fatherly rule in the events of secular history, in the revolutionary changes which are everywhere taking place in the life of the world. What a COVID 19 has not been, that is, COVID 19 uh, has not been an obstacle to missions, but has actually advanced God's kingdom in spite of the pandemic in Asia, in Africa, and in Latin America. It is breathtaking. Seriously, my brothers and sisters, it is breathtaking among the many, not just the election, uh, but among the many breathtaking developments in the post-World War II and the subsequent post-colonial eras, Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Few are more striking than the worldwide Christian resurgent. With unflagging momentum, Christianity has become or is fast becoming the principal religion of Africa, of Asia, of Latin America, or the rest of the world. Societies that once stood well out Outside the main orbit of the faith, you have to read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. This is what I call uh, critical redemption theory. With all the crisis that is going on today in America, in Somalia, in Nigeria, in Syria, in Lebanon, what do we see? Christianity have become major centers of the Christian impact okay these these mean orbit has become the major centers of the Christian impact while europe and north america right here in america once consider the religions hotlands at in- not- a notable recession we seem to be in the middle of a massive brothers and sisters, a massive cultural shift and realignments whose implications are only now beginning to be clear in spite of COVID-19. The church is moving. Listen to this story. The Iranian bomb or COVID 19 or the gospel of Christ. I have to read this from John Piper. The country with the fastest growing evangelical church is not in, uh, in the Americas, it's not in Europe or Africa, but right in the middle of the 1040 window. Iran, more Iranians have become Christians in the last 20 years in your lifetime, and in my lifetime, than any time since Islam came to this country 13 1400 years ago, its south wall tilt of global Christianity. Christ, okay let me read this slowly, Christ is the light of the nations with these majestic words the Second Vatican Council began the greatest of its documents, the Constitution, on the Church. Christ is the light of the nations. Uh, I think it was Samuel Zoymon who said that in his book, uh, The Glory of the Cross. He said, Christians, you and I, are the searchlight. The cross is the searchlight of God pandemic coming, what is Ebola, what is uh, HIV, what is COVID. Missions is not slowing down. Missions is moving faster and faster. Fundamental to everything else, my brothers and sisters, came forth from the council where the ramification of the missionary character of the church. Did you hear that? Let me read it again the ramification of the missionary character of the church, let's go on, the recognition of the unfinished tact, which implies the confession that the church is a pilgrim people, you and I, in spite of COVID, on its way to the ends of the earth and the end of the time and the acknowledgement of the need for a new openness to the world into which the church, the church of Jesus Christ, you sitting here, you listening, is sent. As the church tilts southward to Africa, Asia, and Latin America, you and I are part of that ride. It goes on to say, the changing face of Af- uh, the changing face of missions. Listen, challenging the global south in the global pandemic. Doctors, nurses, missionaries walking together and sharing the gospel. The spread of the Christian faith around the world. Look at these faces. Look at these faces. The new southward tilt of worldwide. Church, the church is literally going south. And let me stop here. No, it is not Florida. <laughs> it is not. Let me see. Add some more faces here. Yeah, breathtaking. According to missiologists, according to it's by twenty fifty, meaning in your lifetime and in mine. In spite of the pandemic, two-thirds of Christians will live where? <laughs> in Africa, my continent, in Asia, in Latin America. The average Christian today is female, black, and lives in a Brazilian favela or an African village. We are living in a world church where the vast majority of Christians are in the South. Listen to this quote by by Martin Martin Luther. The Bible, that is God's word, the Bible is alive. It has hands, grabs hold of me. It has feet, runs after me. Bleeding the Bible, bleeding, bibbling." Uh, I will not. uh, I'm not going to spend much time on the map. Uh, You can ask for the slides, and we will send it to you. Um, Again, you are listening to me, Tony Wieder. This is a global uh, uh, medical conference, and I'm just going through the map. Map now showing uh, how the church is moving from north and going south. Okay. Now, two conferences compare. In Edinburgh, 1910, about 1,200 delegates, or about 17 from the West, missions only beginning to penetrate beyond the continental coastlands. And then you see Amsterdam 2000, I was at this. It is wonderful. Ten thousand seventeen. 17, you remember in 1910, 1,200 delegates. Fast forward. Amsterdam, 2000, 10,000 delegates, more nations than in the United Nations, national evangelists, not expat missionaries, but national evangelists. The church is moving, is going south, where the troubles are. What is South Africa? What is Eastern Africa? Western Africa? Latin America? Uh, Eastern Europe? God is moving south. Now let's look at Africa. About 116 million. Uh, the number is a little bit outdated so you can update it in, in your research. About 116 million evangelicals, my brothers and sisters, in Africa. A third more as enough. America. 20,000 more. That is more number now. Twenty thousand a day, about four point six percent growth, fastest in the world. Let's pause and just glorify God. Uh, if I was teaching this live, this is where we stop and just do the African. <laughs> you just rejoice. You just want to be part of what God is doing in His world, in spite. Of the pandemic, in spite of the persecution in China, in Burkina Faso, uh, uh, in Nigeria, in Somalia, in East Africa, in Syria, in spite of all of these things, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the problem. Look at this. It's half water. Look at the map. In 1960, look at the map um, uh, on my left and uh, on your right. Um, on my left. Christians from the South were just a tiny minority. and then Christians from the West were in a large majority. Now, fast forward that today. Fast forward that today, and you found out that in 1990, in 1990, it is quite, quite different now. Christians from the South are more than the Christians from the West. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Jesus Christ. The South Wall Till. The centers. Now you, <laughs> the centers of the church universality are no longer in Geneva, Rome, Athens, Paris, London, New York. But where? Kinshasa, even Congo, where troubles are everyday. Bonasareans, Addis Ababa, and Manila, Philippines. This is where Christianity is moving. And what should we do? Rejoice. Rejoice greatly that our great God, our great God, is a missionary God. Our great God. It's a moving God, He moves the mountains. He said, We should go in and possess our possessions, conquer the land of Canaan. And this quote come from John Umbiti, the Kenyan theologian. This map, uh, just look at it looking back for the sake of the future. Look at the arrows in, in Edessa. We've gone from uh, one uh in the one eighty, uh, early eighties, there where Christianity was, and then we move on, uh, Amenan in three hundred, and then Axum. I have to stop because I was in Axum, Ethiopia. This is where Christianity literally. You're talking about Acts chapter eight when the Ethiopian unit is already gone. Um. Uh, Syriac speaking Edessa, legend that the king corresponded with, <laughs> corresponded with Jesus. That's the legend that they have there. But you see, Christianity is literally moving south. Oxum, uh, I was there from Oxum. I went to Gonda. Gonda, this is where the 16th century uh, king, uh, king is. And <laughs> they build an old castle there. Since the 16th century, then from Gonda, I drove all the way to Baharda where I met the Falashas, Jews, uh, uh Jews of Ethiopia or Ethiopian Jews. But I'm telling you, brothers, it, it is so exciting that that I I, I don't, I'm speechless to see what God is doing in these countries how God is using uh, these people some of these people cannot even read and write but look how far uh, all of this comes from Phillips Jenkins book um, the last history of christianity the last history I mean of christianity you can read that there but this is where the church is today or started today but it's gone beyond that Hallelujah and praise Jesus. At the time of the Magna Carta or the Crusades, if we imagine a typical Christian, we should still be thinking not of a French person, but of a Syrian peasant or Mesopotamian town's dweller, an Asian, not European. Christianity is going home. Christianity is literally going home where it came from. The South Wall of the Church, uh, the challenge for the South, not just global pandemic. Uh, and let's, let's go through here. Uh, I want for us prayerfully go through the, the few slides remaining uh, because I want for you to have a picture of what God is doing around the world. When you hear that the virus started in China, which is true, and spread all over the world. Oh, I wish the gospel could spread like that. How many people do you know today that have not heard about COVID-19 or the Chinese virus? Oh, I wish from this conference we can learn something about this virus, that we can infect everyone with the gospel, just like that. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. It says here, the challenge for the South is not just global pandemic. At current pace, listen to this. At current pace, said Phillips Jenkins, by 2050, only one-fifth of the world's Christians will be non-Hispanic whites. (laughs) Read that from Phillips Jenkins. I love the, the sandwiched, the Swedish Buddhist. Soon the phrase, a white man Christian, would make no sense in a way again. Because when you go to North Africa, the church is taking roots there. Oh yes, it's going home to the home of Augustine, uh, to the home of of Tatulan, to the home of Athanasius, Egypt. The church is going to Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia. The church is moving to Morocco in spite of all the persecutions. Uh, the church is in uh, uh, and, uh, Mozambique, is in South Africa, is, is, is in Brazil. Brazilians are now sending missionaries. I uh, believe this colonialism is finally benefiting Now I have to be careful how I use the word benefit, but because of the Portuguese language, uh, Brazilians are now sending missionaries to where Angola, Mozambique, and Guinea Bissau, these are all Portuguese speaking uh, countries, Lucifer, you have Anglophone, you have Francophone, now you have Lucifer, Lucifer are the children Of Portuguese colonies that went to Africa and had children with black women and we call them Lucifer. So the Lucifer aspect of uh, evangelicalism is is making active sense now in the rest of the continent. What does the sudden face of the church look like? Not the Western church dress up in local dress. No, no not a monolithic, political, cultural, or theological movement, but a pilgrim people. This is what I want for you to listen, to take time and pray as I go through these final steps. We are in a lockdown, but we cannot lock down the gospel. We have been infected with the virus. People are dying, but that should not stop us like the Southern Church, to put strong emphasis on the Bible. The Bible is God's Word. The Bible is taken seriously and read literally in the Global South. The worldview of the Southern Church is much closer to the worldview of the Bible Strong emphasis on spiritual power and charismatic gifts. Oh, take that. (laughs) Pentecostal, I'm not just talking about Pentecostal theology. Please hear me out. It's not just Pentecostal theology. Strong emphasis on spiritual power. We believe God. When I say believe, that means the, the rest of the world. And even fellow American Christians now, I can see that breakthrough To see that, yes, there's a Holy Spirit, yes, there's spiritual warfare, yes, there's suffering, yes, there's God, yes, I believe in miracles. Paul, yet emphasizing issues of justice. If you've been watching your news, we live now in a woke cancel culture where social justice everywhere the world is throwing around. But let's stick with missions because of the gospel Cried has broken down the middle wall. Uh, We will be, according to Phillips Jenkins, we will be looking at an ever greater imbalance between where the people are and where the wealth is. You see, the gospel, as the gospel goes south, it's going in villages, it's going in towns, it's going in cities where people are poor, compared to the West, affluence rich yet empty. And these people are what? Uh, Poor yet rich in God's will. Often in areas of persecution and conflict, as I'm standing right here now, I'm sure some of you have heard what happening to Christians in China. Even with the pandemic in northern Nigeria, a pastor told me that now if you're going to church, you have to say goodbye to your family because you might not come back. In, in, in uh, Mali, they just, I think last week, they killed a missionary from Switzerland that was captured, been captured for four years. They killed her. Last week, they beheaded three people in France, two in the church this gone Sunday. Brothers and sisters, the pandemic will not slow down missions together. Doctors and nurses, together, uh, uh, physicians and missions. We will, like we say in Africa, it, it it takes two hands to wash one. Together, missions, medicine, we will go to places where we are not wanted. We'll go to places where God has been rejected. Why? Because the love of Jesus Christ compels us to go to Saudi Arabia, where we might die. But doctors can go in, where we will go to Somalia, where at times missionary will be rejected. But who cares if you are doctors, or if you're a doctor or nurse, guess what? You are a missionary. Your skill set will be greatly used. At this time, at this time of pandemic. Thank you, doctors. Thank you nurses, thank you for what you do. Listen to this. Millions of Christians around the world do in fact live in constant danger of persecution or forced conversion from either governments, local vigilantes, or have become refugees both in Islamic Hindu contexts. Often in eras of persecution, millions, okay, let me read that again. Yeah, let me read that again. There is no, especially at the bottom, there's no discount for discipleship. There's no shortcut to uh, to Christianity. Uh, Yes, there's short-term mission, but I have never seen a part-time Christian. conflict with Islam, and this is where this year Charlie told us, Charlie is a mission pastor here at Southeast Christian Church, Uh, they were planning for us to start something next year, the Global Mission Conference in West Africa you have about 18 countries in West Africa where Islam is slowly dominating that whole side of, of, of the African region, like North and like Central already conquered by Islam and once East and, and and Western Africa falls, I hate to say it, but it becomes what? A Muslim continent, God forbid. Uh, Samia Huntington's the clash of civilizations projects and and an Islamic majority in the world by by this year. Can you imagine that? He was predicting that from early nineties. Uh, but, the mes- but he misses the growth of the church in the South. At the current rate, Christians should outnumber Muslim World 3 to 2 by 2050. Hallelujah! The featured centers of global population are chiefly in countries which are already divided between the two great religions, and where divisions are likely to intensify, like Nigeria, like Ethiopia, like South Africa, uh, like um, France, like England, like Indonesia, these are places uh, like Yemen, places uh, Nairobi, uh, Addis Ababa. These are places these tensions will flare. Philip's jinking again. Here are some of the places uh, that he's talking about. Islam and Christianity by 2050. Overwhelmingly Muslim, Pakistan, uh, Bangladesh, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Iran, Yemen. So it is not just the, uh, how to call it, the pandemic. Um, Mainly Muslim with significant Christian minorities, Indonesia, Egypt, and Sudan. Overwhelmingly Christian, United States, Brazil, Mexico, Russia. But Muslims are making enroll in these places. Now comes the pandemic, uh, mainly Christian with significant Muslim minorities, Philippines, dr Congo, Germany, Uganda. Christians and Muslims need a predominant, uh, uh, yeah, predominant Nigeria, Ethiopia, uh, Tanzania, South Africa and Kenya. Others with need of uh, predominant will be India, China, Vietnam, Thailand, and Japan. What should be our response after this conference? The expansion of God's kingdom should be global, but its incarnation should be local. This is why this global mission conference, uh, uh, medical conference, is so important. This is where... uh, Doctors from America, from Africa, from Asia, from Latin America, uh, and, and, and from the Middle East pull together as Christians and we go. Christian mission should reach all the corners of the earth, but the application and living out of the gospel of Jesus Christ must be according to the context where you are practicing, even in medicine. That should be our response. Rejoice. We are leaving this conference rejoicing with God because of what he's doing in spite of the pandemic. And I want for you doctors, I want for you nurses, I want for you pastors, I want for you mission agencies to know that God is for real and he's stood on the throne and calling you, you that are listening to me, calling you, what are you doing? response of the secular West. What will happen? As Christianity comes to be seen as, in effect, jungle religion, the faith of one-third of the human race will increasingly be seen as alien, dangerous, even a pressing social problem. The North, in turn, will defy itself against this unfortunate presence. The North, meaning America, will be secular, rather in tolerant, the South, primitive, fundamentalist, the North will define itself against Christianity. And you, my friends, are saying that today. Note the Southern Church. Note to the Southern Church, Christianity is a missionary religion. The God of the Old Testament is a missionary God. We are concluding here. You have to listen to these points. The God of the Old Testament is a missionary God calling you, you now, calling one family in order to bless all the families of the world. The Christ of the Gospels is a missionary Christ. He sent the church out to witness. Amen. The Holy Spirit is a missionary spirit. He drove the church the church from Jerusalem into the world to be a witness. That's what the pandemic is doing. Missionaries are coming home and the place they were serving. Now missionaries, the local missionaries are functioning. Zoom has become our means of communication. Uh, whatever you zoom in, make sure you zoom in with the Holy Spirit. Okay, catch the wind. Catch the wind, Pastor Kyle says. The church of the epistles is a missionary church, a worldwide community with a worldwide vocation tilting south to Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Amen. Hallelujah. The end of Revelation, the end of the book of Revelation is a missionary end. A countless throne from every tribe and nation Rejoicing, singing hallelujah, will you raise your hallelujah with me? Mission lies at the very heart of God, and therefore at the very heart of the believing community. My brothers and sisters, that's who we are. And that is the changing phase of missions in the global pandemic. Africa, Asia, and Latin America your people will rebuild the ancient ruins. Look around you. And will raise up the age old foundations. You will be called a repairer of the broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. The joy in the joining. Join me. Brothers and sisters, let us go and witness. Let us pull together doctors, nurses, mission, Christians, let us go fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you so much for listening. Now time for you to talk. What's your question? Thank you. Again, my name is Tony Weeder and I serve here at Southeast in the Mission Ministries.